welcome to MS Payne Adventures, a podcast where I reread and finally finish Homestuck. And I read Homestuck for the very first time. I'm Gren. And I'm Brendan. And if for some reason you don't know what Homestuck is, let me tell you about Homestuck. Homestuck is a webcomic written by Andrew Hussey from 2009 to 2016 that was hosted on the website mspaintadventures.com. It's about a bunch of kids who play an intergalactic, interdimensional video game. The webcomic is known for its epic length, wacky array of characters, and cult following. This week on Homestuck. Back at Skynet Lab, Rose has found a set of monitors that are tracking meteor impact sites. A tea set, and matching bedroom set, and a mysterious feline. John and Nana Sprite defeat the huge fucking imps, and John climbs the Ek Ladder once again, reaching the rung of Boy Skylark. Elsewhere, in a kingdom drenched in darkness, John's dad is fighting off some imps of his own. We are formally introduced to the Peregrine Medicant, the figure who we previously saw out in the desert landscape, who is now in the spherical flying ship. And we finally meet the mysterious man of adventure, Jade's grandfather. Brendan. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Brendan, what did you yes. think about this week's reading? So we were actually talking about this right before we started recording. You were asking, did this section seem long? Mm -hmm. I said, not at all. I thought it seemed short. Mm -hmm. And you brought up the point of this section switching back and forth between characters quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I actually wrote in my notes somewhere along the line that I'm thankful that it was switching between characters so much because it made it, I guess, easier to read. Mm -hmm. And it made me want to know like what happened to the next character or to that obviously previous character character that I just read like what happened to them they left off at such a good moment that I need to read through Rose's part or Dave's part or whoever's to just get through it yeah you know you mentioned it now and I think I agree with you more now thinking about it and hearing mm -hmm. your uh, reasoning behind it I think that switching back and forth keeps it fresh Right. I think a lot of problems people have with Act One is that it's all John for the most it part. Is I think just Rose all. comes I'm not sure if Rose comes in at the end of Act One or at the beginning of Act Two, but it's mostly John and I think that can get a little bit um if you're not stale. vibing, it can get a little bit stale. Like for me when yeah. it's Jade and it's going, I'm like, Hell yeah, hell yeah or even with Dave. But I do think after mm -hmm. after a while it does get a little bit stale when you know that there's so much more to the story. I think when you know that there's more going on, which I don't think anybody who reads Homestuck is unaware of that fact. I don't think anybody reads it and knows reads it and doesn't know that there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of perspectives, there's a lot of weird little interesting side plots and subplots that happen there's so, so I think many you like anticipate that there's going to be a lot of things happening and then when it doesn't for a long stretch of time you're like oh can i just get to can i please <laughs> just get to that part already yes. please yes yes you're so so right honestly i was not thrown off a little bit. I was giving it a chance, obviously, mm -hmm. with the first act with John, yeah. and then 
you know, more and more characters started getting introduced, and I was so intrigued by the story that I felt like I had to read more. Mm-hmm. And in case of you, this is the first episode that you're listening to, I am reading this for the first time. Ever. And I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. I do know that there's going to be a bigger picture later on, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you what, because I have no idea. Because mm-hmm. this whole thing is ironic craziness yeah. throughout the whole story. So, like, even this section was just so, so wild of everything that happened. I mean, just seeing Rose at the session terminal yeah. and looking at all of the people playing Suburb. I didn't know that many people were playing it. It was like this beta that maybe a few people have heard about. Yeah. No, it's the entire northeastern United States and parts of Canada each had, like, this session of Suburb going on. And you see all the colored dots, right, mm-hmm. of all of the meteor impact sites. And then it explains it of, like, which each color means mm-hmm. i have it written down i do too um, <laughs> yeah red just means that the meteor has landed yellow means there was an immediate collision like it just happened yeah and green means that it'll impact later and, blue and is, i think they said blue is the longest to is, touch down that's right i didn't get that one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i th- i don't know if that has anything to do with anything i hope it does yeah well i think we see certain impact sites and I believe that there are ones highlighted, not highlighted Mm -hmm. on the monitor, but the highlighted in the text of where Rose is and where John is and where Dave is and where, um, Oh yeah. So like there's one in the middle of the Pacific ocean, which we can only assume is the Island where Jade is at the moment. At least oh, I Oh, so. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because I wrote in my notes, I wrote, I wonder why the biggest meteorite area is out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. And I was questioning, like, what do we know that's out there? I didn't even think yeah. about Jade being on that island. I I guess I had no idea where it was. I didn't think it was going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> but. And I think there's also, like I said, ones that match up where... Um, the other ones are as well i'm assuming yeah they like cross over yeah so there's that Mm -hmm. which is just interesting to look at and to see this kind of map and also i want devastation of everything yeah i guess i'd like to ask you as a gamer (laughs) because i am not one (laughs) is that normal for there to be so many people playing a beta of a game not really i mean it depends if the if the game itself already has some traction. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, Call of Duty, yeah. let's just say. Like, everyone knows that, mm-hmm. and everyone plays it. And so the next Call of Duty game is coming out, but it's not, like, fully released yet. Yeah. But they have, like, the multiplayer, so you can play with your friends. Mm-hmm. And they release that as a beta. And, you know... A lot of people will download it because it's a Call of Duty game. Like, oh, yeah, I guess that'll be all right. But with a game like Suburb, from what I understand, like, this hasn't happened. Nothing like this has come out before in this world. Yeah. So that many people playing this is so odd. Just because 
they would have had to have some like crazy ad campaign mm -hmm. or you know something like word would have had to have spread yeah. for that many people to be playing it and it, of course in that such like short or not short but like compressed area of people mm -hmm. all of those people playing too it's a lot mm -hmm. well it was mentioned in game bro magazine of course which, <laughs> in this universe, uh, what would the equivalent of it be? <laughs> I don't know any Game gaming. Bro magazine are, would be equivalent to, like, It would be Life on, like, Polygon, magazine. right? <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I Polygon, yeah. I only kind of know what Polygon. E3 isn't a magazine so much as it's just an event, right? Is that correct? Yeah, E3 is an event. Yeah, so there's not, like, a single publication that kind of or is there is there like a, a magazine or like a certain company that comes out with all the game news that everybody looks to as being like the um i don't know i whatever. think you hit it yeah. pretty square on the head with polygon okay not gonna lie polygon was a really really good uh, example i mean GameSpot also another one mm -hmm. that's sort of where the website is where rose is posting all of the the tips and tricks that she learns is that's also like an actual website mm -hmm. so that could be another one as well okay yeah i was just wondering about that it just seems like i think about it now that there's so many people who have access to the beta that maybe there's a reason for that in the narrative i'm, I'm not like i would like teasing. there to be i'm not teasing that oh, there might be because okay. i legitimately do not remember <laughs> i have <laughs> the people who listen to this know i think i've mentioned it a few times that i have read pretty far into homestuck when i first was reading it before the big hiatus happened in like 2014 2013 but there's a lot of things that i legitimately do not remember and this is one of them so my prediction is i think that maybe there's like a reason so many people have access to the beta like there was there a must reason they gave reason. it out to people or not gave it out but like let people have access to it in the first place that's it wasn't free was it do I you think? think so i don't know i don't remember I legitimately I don't remember John remember. saying anything that he had to pay for it for his birthday that's or true, anything. That's true. That's true. How hmm. often are betas free? Is Usually they are. They are? Okay. I mean, yeah. You don't normally have to pay for a beta mm -hmm. uh, because with a beta, like you're trying to to stress test like a lot of things. Yeah, so it's you're like trying a trial to see like error. Yeah, so how many people mm -hmm. can can find like glitches yeah. in the system or whatever like you need to have people to do it yeah well i imagine that you wouldn't want to pay for something that possibly has that almost definitely has a certain number of glitches or errors to exactly it, that you wouldn't exactly. want to pay for it you would just rather wait no. to pay for the finished one hmm. okay well that's a good theory if you're listening to this and you know whether or not they paid for it please tweet at us I would love to know. What's our at again? Our I don't remember. Our at is at MS Pain Adventure. Everywhere, pretty sure, right? Like on Twitter, Instagram. Yep, for the most. I think everywhere. Yes. So let's move on to the next part. Mm -hmm. uh, right after that was the Nana Sprite and John fight, where which I have been finally like 
gifted with. Yes. Because we got the last one that was just John <laughs> continually getting the absolute destroyed over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, real quick before we jump into that, I would just like to note that Rose finally plugs in her laptop and gets yes, back into yes. the beta session. So she is a presently seeing that fight go down but yeah john and his uh nana finally bring something to this fight instead of just getting (laughs) completely obliterated by a tire swing literally yes so john and his nana sprite they dump a lot of like shit onto these uh <laughs> and you were right you were right going back i was insistent upon calling these imps imps but i think because they're bigger they are ogres and they are called that within the text yeah so you were right mm-hmm. i will take my my well-deserved l Ha-ha. thank you yes um, take your l uh, i'll take my w over here okay. <laughs> so they finally do that and it's really it's yay he climbs the ec ladder once it. again and is now a boy skylark Yippee! <laughs> Yay! And he got a cool hat with a feather in it. Yeah, you know, yeah, a big, a cute little hat. Is Skylark? So before we mm-hmm. before we move on from that, it looks like there's a bunch of different ranks that you can get on this etch a ladder, mm-hmm. etch a ladder, mm-hmm. e- each a ladder, whatever ec- you want to call it. I call it ex ladder, but whatever like you want to call ec- it, echoscope. What? Yeah, echo ladder, etch a ladder, whatever. Uh, it looks like there's a bunch of different ranks mm-hmm. that you can get, and John is at the bottom of the list so far because if you sort of look at it on the page, there was like a scrolling option to like scroll up and see it. Obviously, it was a static image, so you couldn't actually do mm-hmm. it, but you could scroll up <clears throat> to see all the different ranks, and he's still at the bottom, so I'm wondering how many ranks are there left? Are there hundreds? Are there tens? Are there like three more i don't know but uh he also seemed to gain quite a bit of boon dollars yeah from that, which is like the in-game currency or something yes. of the game right yeah i think that did we decide if the ladder and the boon dollars was the in-game currency in suburb or just like in the universe of homestuck i don't remember we came to this conclusion i don't know okay well t- i think it was <laughs> the real life because grist yeah is the in-game currency for suburb oh. so boom dollars must have to be the in-game or well the wait hold yeah. on boom dollars is the in-game currency the in-universe currency of homestuck yes and the yes. grist is the in-game currency of suburb yes there we go there we, we got go. it we solved it and i kind of think I could be wrong, but I'm starting to think that maybe this is just the in-game currency in John's mind. The in-universe. Oh, my gosh. It's just like him going around being like, oh, yes, I'm Boy Scarlark now. And everybody else just doesn't have. <laughs> it's like if you were playing a little game where, like, every time, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> you achieved a personal goal of yours. You, like, went a rung up in your own personal ladder. Honestly, I could see John doing that is the thing. 
let's I want to start doing that too. I think as soon as I finish my grocery shopping, I'm going to achieve the new rank of boy skylark. Yeah, keep like a little like check mark and write yeah. check off each one as you go and tweet about it and people just have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Like you guys, I <laughs> <Okay>. did it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we did it. Okay. So that happens, and it's awesome, and I think, okay, after having kind of a false, not a false fight, but seeing a little bit of this fight before and being really disappointed in it, how many, mm-hmm. now that we've concluded the fight officially, how many uh, squiddles out of 10 squiddles would you give this fight? I would give that fight, since it was so satisfying, they were teasing it for so long, and I had such a good time watching it, I give it nine squiddles out of ten yeah i'm gonna give it i think i want to give it nine and a half squiddles can i do a half squiddle or no yeah do a half or you know what no i'm gonna give it the half i'm gonna go with my first instinct and give it nine and a half squiddles just because it was it was a win it was a victory but also we had a little bit of the it's a little bit of a um tenseness with the oh no He's getting his ass handed to him. This isn't going to turn out right. But then he came back and he prevailed against all odds. So Against all the odds. And then if you look at how tiny he is compared to... That's true. (laughs) That's true. He did not seem to size up very well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was a David and Goliath scenario. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess you could call it a David and two Goliaths Mm -hmm. scenario. Mm -hmm. Because... He destroyed them and collected all this grist. And there was one grist that landed and plugged up the hole of John's dad's bedroom. Yes, exactly. Which Mm -hmm. leads us into our next point. Is that John's thinking, does he want to jump in there? Or does he not want to jump in there? And there's a lovely... I want him to jump in. (laughs) There's a lovely little image gif of john thinking about it with all these like (laughs) what would you call them they're like masquerade gestures they remind me of mardi gras yeah behind him and he's like thinking about it because his dad likes the gestures (laughs) and the clowns and yeah it says you are suddenly feeling apprehensive about entering your father's room with all the scampering around it almost slipped your mind how much you hate his hideous clowns. No use putting it off any longer. There is only one thing left to do. Give me a D. Give me an E. Give me an S. Give me an C. And then it just says jump down. I'm guessing it was going to be like a little, it's a little meta joke saying that it was going to be descend. Because you know how we love and yes. stuff to say descend, ascend, abscond, all these words that yes. nobody would use in their everyday life unless they were Never, joking ever. about Homestuck. But no, he just does mm-hmm. a cheeky little jump into the room. And that's where we leave John. Which was a good point to end mm-hmm. on, in my opinion. Because they've been teasing John's dad's bedroom for so long now. Like it was faded the last time that we saw we it never it been was... in there before and the um safe came from the bedroom right the cell the safe yep through. yeah it did so let's hope and see what happens next something exciting i hope so but didn't it transition over to john's dad like kicking ass yeah. anyways so 
it trans I, we jumped a little bit ahead to wrap up John's little side plot in this section right but John's dad appears to be in a purple kingdom that resembles mm. the planet that wayward vagabond drew on the wall in the bunker do you remember that that's right right. oh my gosh yes things are coming together so john's dad is there he's fighting some more imps uh, with shaving cream and he gives one uh, the old one two right hook and sends it flying (laughs) and we see it transitions again to show john the image of john's dad's fighting on a monitor and then also John on another monitor and right. they're being watched by another imp who may or may not be somebody special. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious. I know. And then did you see what the imp called them? No, I didn't. The imp called them graveyard stuffers. Oh. It was so funny. And it was in italics, and it was, like, emphasized. It was so good. I want to start using that. Would you use it as, like, a threat? I don't know. You graveyard stuffer. It seems like something you would tell somebody before you imply that they're going to kick their ass or, like, beat them to death. Like, uh, let me think of a sentence. Like, um, you better watch. You better watch it. Otherwise, you're going to end up being a graveyard stuffer. Something like that. I don't know. I'm so afraid. Don't hurt me. Shivering in my boots. And then you'll send me to Con Air. (laughs) (laughs) Be on the lookout for that episode coming up soon. Yes, a special episode of Con Air. (laughs) (laughs) Of Con Air. I was trying to think of another Con Air related pun. It wasn't going to work out. But anyway. Put the bunny in the box. Anyway, so then we go to PM, which stands for, of course, Peregrine Medicant, which is kind of a mouthful. I think I'm just going to say PM from now on. But PM is flying in that round spaceship with the Suburb logo, the one that we thought was a bunker that Wayward Vagabond Mm -hmm. was in. And they find a letter addressed to a Dr. Brinner, but does not open the letter because opening someone else's mail is a federal offense. I say this yes, it all is. the time. My parents are always grabbing my, they, they get my, they bring in the mail and they have it in their hands and they're like, oh, this is for you. And do you want me to open it? And I say, no, that's no. my mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a federal offense. Don't do it. Never. And there's a monologue. Never do it. <laughs> there's a monologue about it. If you don't mind, I'd like to read this monologue. Oh, go for it. The mail is sacred. Sin and sacred is the trust between the postman and the recipients of his precious parcels. You have made a solemn pledge to deliver this letter to the doctor just as soon as you determine where the address is or find any sort of discernible mailing address in this wasteland for that matter. The mail is freedom. The mail is life. The mail is the very fabric of civilization. The mail is one of the one final hope for resurrecting a dead planet from its ashes and the letter carriers are the brave soldiers of God in this righteous crusade. They are the defenders of the light of knowledge 
free communication and the exchange of ideas. They are the bold toters of all those little papery conduits of freedom, the white postmarked angels that whisper a message on their deliverance, a promise to the yearning. There is hope yet. Liberty, reason, justice, civility, edification, perfection, male. Male. <laughs> <laughs> So please. I had that whole thing written out too, and I was just following along. It was so good. You did a wonderful job. If you see your mail carrier out there doing their civic duty, please make sure to salute them and give them a friendly little wave. We want to say any mail. Any mail, (laughs) any postal workers uh, listening to this podcast, thank you so much. You're Thank you. You're our favorites, especially during these uh, trying times. These trying times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they see that monitor. I think it was the same one that Wayward Vagabond was in contact with, or one of the one of them right. anyway. And there's an image of Jade, but it's all staticky. And PM tries to type out greetings, I guess, to contact Jade. But then the monitor yeah. goes all haywire and glitchy and electric shocky. And something has crashed into the ship, and I'm assuming it's a meteorite. Oh, it crashed into the ship? I just thought the mobile station blew up. Something happened. Because of what he typed. Maybe. I'm not entirely sure. Something happened. But then there was a hole in the wall created by that. And the mail fell out of the hole in the wall. But it was retrieved by one of those big mechanical worms. You know, that was so sweet. Very cute. I will admit. I wish I knew what they were called, those big mechanical worms. I don't know. I thought they were just, like, random claws. Oh, that, you're right. Like, Technically, they are attached. claws. They just look like worms to me. <laughs> they, I mean, they are, but because they have eyes yeah. and everything, it's weird. Were, I don't know why. They remind me of an Alaskan, Alaskan bullworm. Oh my god, they do. Yes, you're so right. (laughs) That's what I thought of. That's what I think of every time I see one of those little guys. Or big guys, they're not little, they're big. But anyway, so that's where we leave off with PM. And Mm -hmm. then let's get to, let's look at Jade. Jade, right. Because there is a little girl's room in the middle of this lab. Oh, you mean Rose? Sorry. Or Rose. Mm -hmm. Yes, sorry. I get those two confused. Yeah. But there's just this little girl's room in the middle of the lab. Mm -hmm. And then this friendly mutant kitten is honestly so adorable. It's in a little teapot. Just comes out of nowhere. In a little teapot. It's so sweet. It's very cute. And what happens with Rose? Let me look at my notes. Rose figures out like this... uh, Portalizer, a purifier, thank you. This a purifier thing that seems to lock on to like certain things that have happened in the past. Yeah, it looks like a um the monitor for it looks like a video game arcade. Right, yes. And I think we sort of and now we're switching a lot here between characters and the story itself. I don't know if you want to just continue on Rose's path or just I think go with it and continue switch with over. Roses and then we can come back to Jade and then wrap it up. Right. Okay. So Rose is looking at this monitor of an purifier and it shows her Jasper, right? 
Yes, it does. Yeah. It shows her Jasper, and it's a little confused at first. I was very confused, because it locks on. You see that there's some sort of thing happening between them. Like, there's this therapy session oh, yeah. or something shows, going on. It shows Jasper he's alive, and it shows a very, very cute baby Rose. <laughs> yes. She's so cute. Um, a very cute little baby Rose. And she's having, like, a mock pretend play therapy session with Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm imagining, like, a little tiny child playing therapy with their cat. It's very cute and funny. So she's having that with Jasper, and Jasper's about to reveal a stunning secret to Rose. And he does. And the little baby Rose puts her hands to her mouth and makes, like, an O face. Like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what it is. Yeah. Not yet, but at least. But then he, apparently he vanishes, and this is what happens in Rose's canon. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. Rose tries to purify Jasper into the room that they're in, but instead it becomes goo, which happens yeah. when uh, there's any sort of... Uh, Whenever somebody Paradoxical tries thing. to uh, purify something, but it's a paradox, and the the art the object cannot actually enter the space because of paradoxal conundrums, it becomes goo. So that happens, but then the goo gets sucked up to a machine that's right next to the purifier, and turns into like a two-headed mutant baby cat again. It's very so strange. Weird. But then we come back to Rose, her looking at the uh, monitor, and apparently Jasper disappears. Jasper disappeared for two weeks, and then they found Jasper dead, washed up on a beach. And there is a, <laughs> there's a, a yeah. flash animation. I don't know how you felt. How did you feel about this flash animation? I thought it was. Of... Well, you tell me first. <laughs> Uh, of just Rose like discovering Jasper's there. Yeah. I don't the I, like it was so everything. sad. I thought it, it was, was so funny. sad. We got to see Rose's mom too, like in full full bloom, I guess you could they call had, it. It was um a zoom out of Jasper's body washed ashore, uh image of Jasper and baby Rose and mom at the funeral and then the mausoleum and pretty much the events leading up to Rose getting to the lab but all throughout that there is this sad organ music playing and this like cat singing meow 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 yes and I know you thought it was sad but I thought it was so freaking funny (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was so funny (laughs) just like the absurdity of it and the ridiculousness I perhaps should not have thought it was funny but I thought it was really it was a little funny (laughs) 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 I think it's the music (laughs) the music is what makes it funny but yeah Um, so Rose tries to after that thing happens Rose tries to escape because the timer's about to go down oh yeah the timer it's the last little bit of numbers it's about like 10 seconds so she grabs the um, cats 
Oh, wait, the real Jasper comes back. The real Jasper, the real Jasper yeah, teleports, teleports back or back, something? And she said that she doesn't think it's an, a purifier, but rather a, what did she call it? Transportalizer, I think. Something like that. It's not an apuralizer. It's a... I don't remember what it was called. Yeah. I think it was like a transportalizer or something like something that. Like that, that just like transported things. It, mm-hmm. Oh, escapalizer. Escapalizer. Yeah, we got it's it. It's Jasper. He's alive. Well, okay, he's still dead, but his body is intact. Turns out it wasn't some kind of disintegratifier like you thought. It's more like an escapalizer. Another word that isn't real that we're gonna have to remember for this podcast. So. Oh God. <laughs> so, but she grabs the cat. And she gets the hell out of there because there's only like 10 seconds left on the countdown. And we don't really know. I don't Mm -hmm. think we know what's going to happen. If we do, I forgot (laughs) what happens at the end of the countdown. I would assume it just blows up. I'm assuming. I don't know. Usually countdowns imply that there will be some sort of explosion to come. Usually. So that happens. Uh, let's jump back. To and that's where we leave off with Rose, that's where we leave which off was with a Rose. wild way to leave off. Yeah, that's actually the end of the section we we read. So we're going to find out what happens there. It's a little cliffhanger mm-hmm. for both of us. But let's go back to Jade. Okay. So Jade kind of reaches her destination, I believe. She gets to, she scampers into a room full of globes. There's a bunch of globes. They look like those cool globes that when you open them up, there's like a little miniature bar inside. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I love one of those. I feel like. I think Granddad definitely has a hoarding problem, I will say. Yeah, I think that you're absolutely right. I would love to see this. We need to have an intervention for Granddad. I would love to see this episode of Hoarders. (laughs) An episode of Hoarders that just takes place on an island. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with all this weird That'd be shit cool. everywhere <laughs> and we see this <laughs> is the room where all the mummies are there's like um mm-hmm. these two guys i'm not sure what they are there's one that's mummies, that guys, is in a night suit and another one that's in like mummy it's like wrapped up like a mummy with pirate clothes i'm not sure what the hell is going on there i'm sure we'll find out later uh Yes. Backtracking like to a page because I forgot to mention, there appears to be some sort of shrine that's shown to us where Jade is wearing a golden yellow and it's half yes. half purple, half yellow. What could that mean? Mm-hmm. I know, but I'm not I don't telling know. you. <laughs> okay. And so Jade finally meets her grandpa. And what it says here is you know exactly what's going to happen. When you try to sneak by, the fireplace is going to light up and your grandpa's silhouette is going to appear in front of the fire to give you a good spook. He is so predictable. And there he mm-hmm. goes. The old man has the flame. And we fi- we see, we finally see Jade's grandfather. So I have a couple of things about okay, that. Okay, go ahead, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about how I love the way she talks to her granddad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so funny how the conversation goes down and then it ends with like the less than three with a bunch of exclamation points at the end like it was just like super sweet but also i'm gonna destroy you in like a very cute way and then after that happens (laughs) 
she says something a little weird uh-huh. that I caught. I didn't know if this was like meant to be bigger than what it was, mm-hmm. but she says he was so much easier to deal with when he was alive. Does that mean Granddad has been dead this whole time? So I'm going to, if you don't mind, read once again a passage from Homestuck. Go for it. <laughs> and I'm going to read that part that you described, that how her mm-hmm. talking to her grandpa. <clears throat> yes, I am going out with this gun. No, I will not get a bigger one. No, I will not take yours. I can't even lift it. Oh, that is so preposterous. Do you even hear your what you're saying? I will be fine. This is a perfectly deadly gun, and it shoots lots of incredibly deadly bullets. Oh, will you just stop it? I am going now. Goodbye. Lesson three. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Like, 12 of them. To answer your question, Brendan, yes, Grandpa has been dead this entire time. Wow. Grandpa... That's- wild grandpa is this may be or may or not not may or may not be disturbing grandpa is a stuffed man much like a lot of the game in their home he has been taxidermied that's so creepy Uh you can't quite it's not something that really comes across i think too much immediately when you're looking at the art because everybody is drawn in a stylized way that's like very similar and simple but grandpa is in fact dead and he is in fact a taxidermy man how do you feel about that (laughs) i feel i don't know i it's it's very weird because all of the guardians of the children are alive I didn't know that one of the guardians was going to be, oh, I don't know, dead? Okay, so here's my, Or stuffed? Here's my thing. I had mentioned this a few episodes ago when I was talking about, like, I was doing a quick little analysis, how it mm-hmm. seems like there are two, kind of two separate um, relationships with the kids and their guardians. It seems like there's Rose and John, who their parents are very, they're each perspective parents- are very uh, active in their kids' lives, or they try to be. And Mm -hmm. the kids are, like, kind of standoffish towards their parents. They're like, no, you know, I hate you, Mom, or I hate you, Dad. Like, you're the worst. And then you have Dave and Jay, who both love their guardians. Dave Mm -hmm. loves bro. Dave's like obsessed. Dave's like obsessed with bro. Is it safe to say that he's kind of obsessed with bro? A little bit obsessed. Um, And (laughs) it seems like bro, if I want to get a little bit serious, it seems like bro is kind of not the greatest guardian. (laughs) No, not really. We know bro to be a little bit of an odd man and he is a little bit neglectful and um a little bit of a weirdo and likes to play a lot of like potentially harmful pranks on his brother and then you have jade who has her guardian who is neglectful as well because he's literally dead (laughs) 
Yeah. So that was kind of bit. what I was getting at. I wanted to talk about that in past episodes, but I couldn't without giving away the big reveal about Jade's dad, Jade's grandpa, which you had no idea mm-hmm. before this point was even a thing that he was dead. You thought he was alive. No as well. clue. So, yeah. And you know what? I can't remember how he got dead. I can't remember who. I would assume some hunting accident mm-hmm. or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't remember. And I also have just thought of this for the very first time. Who taxidermied him? I hope it wasn't Jade. I hope it wasn't Jade either. But who else is on that island? I don't think oh, any. Gosh. I don't know who else. Don't. I legitimately don't know who else is there. I don't know if there is somebody there or not. I don't remember. That's so creepy. So that's a lovely little thought to, to think about. Um. I like the flash animation because it reminds me of when we first get introduced to Jade, how you press all the keys and they each do something different. But if you press Z, she falls asleep. I think that's really cute and funny. Yes, it's so sweet. <laughs> but Grandpa is dead. I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel. And I don't know either. I guess I'm not phased by it because... Um, this was knowledge that I've been keeping in this entire time. However, I also don't. I want to know who taxidermied him. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we get that question answered. Yeah, I would really appreciate it. Um, or maybe, Plot or maybe hole. we don't want to know who. <laughs> maybe it's better if we don't. Know yeah, maybe we don't actually. Maybe we don't want to know. <laughs> maybe it's for the best. Okay, so you sort of know what's coming up. Sort of. Sort of. I don't. What are your thoughts reading what we just Mm -hmm. read about, like, any sort of upcoming story? Are you excited for anything in particular? Mm -hmm. Is there anything you want to know? Is there anything that I should keep my eye on? I'm excited because I think what's going to happen soon, and I could be wrong, but I think that we're going to meet Beck. Okay. That's right. We're meet That's right. Beck I remember that. That's what I'm excited for. Uh, I'm looking forward to what's in John's dad's room. I legitimately don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember either. I would like to know where the heck Rose goes because she jumps into the escapalizer. That's kind of what I'm looking forward yeah, to. Yeah. Le- that's going to be a wild thing. This little section we're at right now, I legitimately do not know what's coming up next. I think with all the other sections before, I kind of knew what was going to happen next in the story, but now mm-hmm. I really don't. I really don't remember. So that's where I'm coming from. What are you looking? So we're sort to? of in the same yeah. boat for this next episode, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm genuinely excited as well. Yeah, I'm excited to meet Beck. I'm excited to know where Rose goes. My theory is that Rose may end up on the island with Jade because it was sort of like the same transportalizer thing that Jade has in her house. Uh. So maybe it's like teleporting it to the island. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think that would be really cool to see, though, finally two of the characters together. That's what I am looking forward to. I want them to, like, have a meetup of some sort Mm -hmm. because we've seen them all, like, separate and have interacted over Pesterchum. But we haven't seen them together or how they would work together, like how the party would end up, you know, Meaning. defeating an enemy mm-hmm. or, you, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I That's probably way down the line, but I really want that to happen soon. I want there to be a meetup of some sort. Yeah, I think that would be, that would be a very interesting and 
good plot point if that were to happen soon, I think. I agree. So, yeah. I guess we have a lot to look forward to because we don't know. That's it for me, though. I have nothing else. Yeah, we have a lot to look forward to, and we're ready to go on this journey. And we want to thank you, listener, for coming on this journey with us so far thank you so if you don't want to miss a thing you should follow us on twitter and instagram at ms pain adventure no s and on tumblr at ms pain adventures dash pod brendan where can people find you on the internet you can find me just about anywhere i'm on tiktok at ben dren twitter and instagram at ben drens with an s at the end instead i should really change that we'll see when that happens Mm -hmm. And that's it for me. And you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd and also Goodreads. I've been doing a lot of book reading lately. <laughs> at We love some book reading. Yeah, at Gren Casas. And special shout out to Inspector General on SoundCloud, who is a composer of our lovely theme song. And if you enjoy you. listening to this podcast, please leave us good reviews wherever you can and tell your friends. To give us a listen as Five well. stars, five stars. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you.